This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 602 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris, Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. On this Taco Tuesday. Jump starting your day. Man, I, I, it seems to be more and more traffic out now when I'm coming in. Mm. 4.30 in the morning. Really? My my Dunkin' line this morning, and it's, getting tr- it's trending in this direction. I had five people in front of me, and I so, pre-ordered mine. And it started trending that direction. I used to, usually just pre-order it, roll right up. Sometimes I get there as they're still pouring it. <laughs> but it was five people in front of me today. And and like I'm seeing more more lights on six ninety five when I'm coming now. Vehicle lights. I go through the city, I don't see anything. Yeah, it's 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 more traffic. Some scary people in doorways. It's a, <laughs> a lot That's and I'm not true. just I'm not just talking about the police officers. I mean like like guys people who are like contractors, roofers, you mm-hmm. know, people get up that time in the morning. A lot more people on the road. I like it. I'm not complaining. I like it. You know what I mean? Because I remember. It's like the world ended in your sleep. I remember, no, 2020 <laughs> felt like it sometime, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I would get on the road in the middle of the day to go to the Camden Yards to do a game, and no one was on the road. Then I'd get to the stadium and mm-hmm. sit down and, and do pregame, and no one was in the stadium. <laughs> I'd like that because. I didn't like that. Society had finally dictated who was important. We were essential personnel. The only time we find out that anybody cares about our rat ass is it's just, hey, you're essential personnel. I know there's a tornado coming through, but you got to make it to work. Well, let, me, Ed, let me give him some reality. That commercial's tied to what we do. We're not essential. The commercials are. <laughs> right. Yeah, Joe, so you got to be here to run them commercials. It's not, not it's us. Not us. It's mm. the commercials. <laughs> Somebody's got to be here. The throat of the commercials, the tease. Got to keep the lights on. Yeah, got to get. Stealing right. power from copper mine for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> that cord's still running down uh, yeah. Falls Road. Time to make the donuts. Yeah, but it's, I'm, good. I'm glad seeing people back out and about and start to get. took us three years to get fully back, I think, but we're starting start to get fully back now. To have their way, they'll put us back. So what? To have their way, they'll put us back inside. Not the company, I mean the government. I'm getting upset to see people wearing masks again. Like, oh, come on, don't do this. I was, where was I the other day? And someone was serving and she had a mask on. I, I'm, I was praying that she didn't, she wasn't my server because you're serving me with a mask and I'm wondering, are you sick? Yeah. I was praying she wasn't. Still a lot server. of people wearing it though, man, that are yeah. still worried about it, whether you buy into it or not. Is like, it just ugly people? Man, that was the tough thing. 
seeing <laughs> there were a couple. She's like, man, is she flirting with me? And then you see them outside in the parking lot take their mask off. Oh, she's good God. <laughs> oh, put that mask back on, you beautiful thing. She had beautiful eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have lovely eyes. She definitely had some summer teeth issues. <laughs> like, goodness gracious. How'd you spend your Monday, there, Jeremy? Gone? Fire. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I watched a lot of baseball. Uh, got caught up on some weekend stuff. Um, shows that typically come out over. The Alvarez weekend. is a bad man. Yeah, they lost, but he's a bad man. <laughs> that guy, that first home run he hit. Do you know his numbers against Evaldi? <clears throat> I called him to hit a home run yesterday. He was plus three forty. I think he's. But uh, coming into that game, he was like nine of eleven lifetime off of Evaldi mm-hmm. with like four bombs. <laughs> it's like, I mean, he just got his number, and then that first one he hit went upper deck. Like, I mean, it was just ripped. It felt like he said, I'm going to throw it right there at this exact mile per hour. You swing when you're ready. And he just crushed that down. And then the one he hit against Chapman was going away from him. Yep. And he, he jumped on that one. That was moving. That wasn't a bad pitch. It was moving away from him. How about, I mean, just the, the game was fun. It was weird. Bases loaded, no outs. Evaldi, bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Gets right out of it. Get out of it. Um, yeah, that, was, that man, was the game. Man on third, line mm-hmm. drive, caught at third base by Bregman. Tags, the, you know. Doubles the guy up late in the game. So there were opportunities for both teams. Rangers are rolling through everybody. Yeah. Everybody. And now they get to go back home for their second home playoff game. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) And then watching some football last night. uh, I watched a little hockey, too. Ed, you'd be, yeah. Wow. Because I like that Devils over, but the Devils look like trash right now. They can't score. Um, Hmm. But that being said, it was, uh, I don't know, it was was an interesting day just kind of watching a bunch of different things. Got to see the fight in Monday Night Football. At the um, beginning of the game, yeah, I didn't yeah. know Dexter Fowler was a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, he—I I don't know how he didn't get like. You got to get fined and suspended for that, right? Wasn't that a punch? He knocked Eckler's helmet he off. He'll get fined, definitely. That's a sucker punch, too. And I heard I heard somebody else uh, talking about Herbert saying they feel like something's off with him, like something's missing. She's a Charger, man. It's the uniform. It, yeah, it's a coach. It, didn't like it. Didn't look like anything was missing on that first drive, where it was just like a warm knife through butter, and they just move right down the field yeah, and score. Yeah. And then here comes Dallas, and they go, "Hey, why don't we take off the rest of the game?" <laughs> it was kind of a just a, a charger thing. Yeah, it was. A, you wouldn't understand. The game was tight. It was you know it was an interesting game, but I don't know, just not the firepower that we're used to seeing from them. What you do last night, Eric? Same thing. Checked out as much sports as I could, and you know, watch the game. What out of my mind? Just another, yeah. <laughs> another one of those things. NFL games. Yeah, like, and this one I was I was really looking forward to. Like, two good teams. It should be really exciting. I didn't find it that way. I went to sleep earlier last night. Do you guys find it when you sleep earlier or sleep longer, you wake up dehydrated? I'm I'm very dehydrated. You know, this is my second one. Really? And I put some liquid IV in this one. This is my second one. Hold it up a water. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, and I'm working on my second one. This is 33, 33 in, in 0.8 fluid ounces. It's a liter. Yeah. So I'm working on my second liter of water. Go well, drink ha- it and shut up. And I'm halfway through it. I just I find when I sleep longer, I wake up really dehydrated. I'm dehydrated every morning when I wake up. Really? That's the edibles, buddy. That's exactly what <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can like peel your mouth open. Yeah. Like, like. At first, I thought I had to get up to go to the bathroom all the time. In the middle of the night, I was getting up, going. 
<laughs> trying to like pry my lips apart and so oh, god. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah. you still do them though. Yeah. <laughs> just to get me where I it need to be. It does this, that, and that. Well stop doing them. No. I just <laughs> I don't even want to talk about how much I had last night and it did nothing for me. How many, how many milligrams? <laughs> Wait, go ahead, tell us, tell us. I had for a friend. 240. Get out of here. Day. Yeah. Um, I had 100. That's what I give sick people. I'm sick. <laughs> you give dead people. Why would you give, <laughs> <laughs> you give dead people? <laughs> but yeah, so, and then we didn't even get a chance. Yeah, we forgot about it because it was, uh, you know, obviously you have Monday morning quarterback. I know Ed's been dying to talk about it, and I'm surprised he forgot because he couldn't wait to tell you when we met up to watch college football. So when we were leaving on Friday and we're walking out to the car, you left a little earlier than us. Mm-hmm. I had a, I think I had a commercial or something to record. I always leave earlier than you. So, so I get out, and then there's this car coming up, and the guy's looking at me, and he's just yelling. And I thought maybe he was just a fan or maybe it was, maybe it was somebody that worked here. And I'm looking, and the guy's yelling, and he's like, Shabbat Shalom! And I'm like... Okay. <laughs> you too, buddy. And he goes, he pulls up closer and he goes, oh, I, he thought my glasses that sit on top of my head was a yarmulke from afar. Uh, and so he was just saying hello to me. But I think Ed got the biggest kick out of it because he's looking at my beard. He goes, he must have thought you remembered the tribe. Of course he did. was it? <laughs> from afar, he gets up close and he goes, ugh, no. Four dead, five, eight, three, one, oh, five, seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Are we too critical of the Baltimore Ravens? We'll examine that at 6.30. But on the other side, speaking of Ravens, with a couple of days to digest the win now, how are you feeling overall about these Baltimore Ravens moving forward? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Storming the castle with the Big Bad Morning Show. 
Brought to you by LifeMed Institute. Guys, regain confidence and performance in the bedroom with RevWave Therapy at LifeMed Institute. RevWave is a revolutionary, non-invasive ED treatment. Call 410-575-1200 or LifeMedInstitute.com to find out more. 1057 The Fan. Congrats to our players and our coaches uh, for a great win. It's a, it's a tough win over there against a very good football team, but our guys got the job done. I'm, I'm proud of them for that. That's John Harbaugh speaking about the game on Sunday in London. Baltimore Ravens win uh, that football game. And, and listen, it's it's a game that naturally you tend to dissect. Ed. That's what we do around here. But now that you've had a chance to dissect it and digest it, how do you feel about the Ravens now moving forward? I still feel good about them. I mean, the problem is they're inconsistent. Can't seem to close out games. But they've got a lot of talent. I mean, I hate to keep you know beating that same drum, but this team really should be undefeated right now. Um, and it's not like somebody came back on them and you know just, you know poured it on at the end of the game or backdoored them. They gave these games away, literally. They gave away the Colts game. They gave away the Steeler game. They they just it's one of those you know we don't want to win and you can't make us. It's <laughs> like so they're four and two. Sit atop the division. They had a good defense. Um, and th- everybody seems to have flaws this year. Kansas City's not playing like we used to. Um, the Bills, the Bills have two losses now. I don't, you know, and the Dolphins got shellacked by them. And it's so, not like so. Kansas City's look good. That's yeah, that's what we mentioned first. Yeah, so was, I yeah. mean, like none of these teams, yeah, there's like, there's been no like I, as much as we thought there were going to be these dominant teams in the AFC, mm-hmm. um, I'm not telling you there's not good teams, but like Nobody scares you really at the top, right? I mean, the Dolphins. Dolphins scare me. Their offense scares yeah. you, but like yeah. you should be able to score on their defense. Yeah, but you know how much? You know, when you're making mistakes and you're not you're getting field goals instead of touchdowns and things like that, you can't get field goals against Miami. You can't. But it all depends on what their offense is doing. It's not like they come out and score forty every week. You know, they they score a ton of points though. I mean, you know they're gonna put the pressure on you. They scored. The least amount of points they scored all year is 20. On the road against the Bills. Against yeah. the Bills. They um, gave up 48 in that game. But the other games, 36-24, that's still those are 70 out. In their wins, they've only scored they scored under 30 once, and that was against the Patriots. So you're talking about 36, 37 points a game. Yeah, and 42. I'm throwing I'm throwing the 70-point game out because that's not going to happen. I get it, too, but <laughs> we're also – like you got to realize that once the game slows down and once we it gets colder, that speed's still great. But that's why it's imperative that they, they play at home. But that's why it's imperative that you you win some games and you have them later on in the schedule um, because you don't want them to have home field advantage. You don't. And all those things are important. You know, you, you want Miami on the road in the postseason because I think – I agree with you. I think the weather neutralizes them a little bit. It slows you down. That, that cold weather slows you down just a little bit. You know, that, those uh, pistons aren't pumping as, as, as quickly as they normally do. Yeah, because that's a team, like, whether people want to admit it or not, like, we've seen this before, it's a finesse team, right? Yeah. Like, they do a lot of things that are more thought out to get, uh, you know, speed in open places on the field or right. get you in spots where you can succeed. And that's that's what I love about this offense and why I think it's so, like, what, what Mike McDaniel's doing is just so impressive to me that everybody's already stealing his plays like he found a way to put a guy in motion to bring him around, and the guy ended up being the lead blocker on a swing pass to the running back. So he brought a wide receiver, what was a fullback essentially, in motion, looping around. It almost looked like 
uh, something you'd see in a triple option or whatever, and a guy comes running, and lo and behold, he fakes a handoff this way, and he's throwing the pass back that way. Here's this lead blocker that's already running full speed at anybody that's in his way. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just really well-designed stuff. Well, speaking of well-designed, how come there's things we don't see? Did you see the it was, it was the Chargers' first touchdown to um, Keenan Allen? Allen. Puts him in motion and he just keeps going and he's wide. It just it was the simplest play you could ever see at the goal line. And that, it was beautiful. That's that's the play that uh, the Packers when they had Devontae Adams and they played uh, Jalen Ramsey. Remember mm-hmm. when he was jumping up and down in the end zone because somebody didn't help him with the switch as he kept running. You just keep him in motion and you can't like if you're coming across everybody you know, yeah. on the defensive side running and then you're trying to pick up the best receiver. You got no chance. They had no chance. Yeah, so it worked beautifully. Well, and, and you said, how come you don't see that? I mean, other than Lamar Jackson being Lamar, name me something innovative you ever watch in the Ravens offense. Something innovative. That's what I'm getting to. I don't – I mean, other than Lamar, that's yeah. just talent. That's not That's not innovation. That's You have a guy who has immense talent uh, with, with, with suddenness that can't be matched, okay? Yeah. But what do you do that's innovative? What's what I mean? I'm just, I'm just contrasting because I watch the Ravens Every time during the goal line, it was Gus Edwards up the middle, like three times. And then I watched the play like that list. I was saying, that was beautiful. <laughs> Just so simple and so easy. No risk. There was nobody near him. And that's what scares me, Jeremy, when you talk about schemes. It's so easy to scheme up the Ravens. If, you know, we used to laugh because we said, you know, people used to ask, what, what are they going to do when the rest of the league catches up with Lamar? And we laugh because you would see guys like Van Noy have Lamar five yards deep in the in the backfield, and the next thing you know, he picks up 10 to 15 yards. Well, they already caught up with the offense. They knew what the offense was doing. He made plays. You know what I mean? So that's what scares me it's, because it still seems like we're that way. We're still running the basic stuff, and we're relying on, we're relying on him to make a play. The touchdown that he threw to Zay Flowers. It's a basic thing. He got out, he dropped back. He had pressure. He wiggled out of it. He rolled left. Say Flowers rolled back to the middle of the field, getting rid of the linebacker that was covering him. Well, he dumps it off to him and goes in for the touchdown. I have seen differences in this offense. I mean, the personnel changes have been vast. Um, seeing way more, you know, different sets than the traditional twelve personnel and the two tight ends on the field at all times. We've seen more three and four wide receiver sets, um, and even some of the screen passes, like the play to Aguilar on Sunday, was something that I don't think we would have ever seen. Um, with the way that the blocking set up, and he almost housed it until it was a shoestring grab. Mm-hmm. So I've seen some differences in the offense. I think some of it's execution, clearly. I, look, it's not like they're calling bad plays every single time. The offensive line has to block better. They have to see the holes better. Um, but we were all saying the same thing watching them against the Titans. It felt when they got in the red zone, they were doing the same crap over and over again. And I don't care how much you you know, you know put lipstick on it and say, oh, that, no, that's a different play. Why? Because you ran it to the left? No, mm-hmm. it's it, it felt like the same thing up the middle, up the middle, up the mm-hmm. middle with, with uh, Gus or whoever, and you're going, come on, guys. Like, the, the best way and, – and I get it, what your strength is, but anytime you come in and your strength is going to be running the football, Lamar is that added bonus. He's the wild card that even when you talk about teams catching up to him, we see a play on Sunday where it's like it doesn't matter how much you catch up to him sometimes, he's that special. Um, but the fact is that, you know, until they start having – a better mentality, a more aggressive mentality that teams, I mean, when they flash that stat, 10 point, they had five 10 point come from behind victories against them since 2020. Yeah. Well, we're not talking about a long period of time. 10, you're up 10 points and you lose mm-hmm. five times. That says more about the team than it does about 
you know, uh, than, than the necessarily the plays that have been called. They, you need to execute. You can't have you can't blow games like that. And then you got to look in the mirror too and realize when you're making mistakes. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. I don't know about you guys, but one of the things I get a lot in my inbox and also when people see me is um, local media, the fan. You get that a lot. It's too negative on local teams. We should be more positive in our discussion about local teams. Should we be more positive or should we just call balls and strikes and tell it like it is? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Big bad morning show on the fan. You know, um, fans love their teams. They defend their teams. They defend their players. The players are their local teams. They love it. They wear their jerseys. They buy them. They spend hard-earned money on tickets and uh, uh, PSLs and all these things, and, and they take a, a liking to these people. There are some who believe that we, and I say we, all of us, you know, from from all we have four local shows, that sometimes we go overboard in delivering the information. Sometimes we're too harsh. And and I'm not going to kid you, uh, Jeremy, sometimes, once upon a time, I tried to be careful in how I delivered some things because of that, but I stopped that because I, I know my intentions aren't to be mean-spirited. If I think something is bad, I'm going to call it bad because I think people who know football will respect me more if I say it. But do you think sometimes we're too negative? Oh, of course we can be. Um, I think sometimes you're in the moment, though, which um, depending on if if it's a game that happened Sunday night or Monday night and we're coming back Tuesday morning, you're still like even callers that call in. I think they're in the moment at times. But at the same extent, I look, it's part of our job to not I'm not just I'm not here to sit here and tell you everything you want to hear all the time either. Like your team's going to win every week. Oh my God, they can't lose. Like, no, I'm going to pick against. I'm, I'm always going to be me. I'm going to call it like I see it, whether you think I'm being biased or not. Thank you. Um, you want to finish it? I gotta be me. (laughs) But anyway, uh, no, I, that's how I feel about it though. But I do feel like a lot of times, and now it's another weird thing with the media that former players are starting to attack current players. And it's not like, it's not being critical. It's being a jerk, like just saying things. And current coaches say. criticizing current coaches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I do think a lot of it's negative. Uh, Ed, do you ever walk away from the show and think, man, maybe I should have said that because you were overboard with negativity? Rarely. Yeah. I'm pretty, con- I'm pretty good about when I, I, I don't, because I don't say things I don't believe. Once in a while, if I get heated or I get baited, I might, you know, Say something's really stupid that I regret, but honestly, most of my takes are how I feel. So I'm, yeah. I'm pretty confident in them. Yeah, that's that's me. I'll you know I very seldom walk away from this microphone thinking, man, I should have said that. And, and you know, I like to think I call it like I see it. I don't want to be an ass. Mm-hmm. No, I actually go the other way sometimes, and I, I get kicked myself. Where 
you know, because people know I'm fans of a team or something, so I'll actually pick against them even if I believe they're going to win, <laughs> which is ridiculous. When does that happen? He's Jets, the Jets every week. Yeah. Bucks every week. <laughs> I picked the Jets last week and they won. The Bucks against the Jets. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> what would you do if the Bucks played the Jets? Yeah. The Jets. I'd take a tie. <laughs> They both win. And Re- you're res- making my point for Reschedule. me now. Re- Reschedule. <laughs> Reschedule. <laughs> Reschedule the game. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on Why the don't fan. You give them each a U because there's only one W. So you give them each a U and they split it. How did I become Kevin from the office? <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean, that's not my irritation of me. That's Kevin. <laughs> when he started eliminating words. So <laughs> no need big word. Say short sentence. Make sense more. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, uh, I, I guess, like, outtakes on the Ravens lately has been really well, uh, not under fire, I should say, because it's not under fire, it's just under question. Do you think we've been too hard on the Ravens lately? I don't because like this is a team that's that's built to win a championship. It's they're they're built to win a championship. They should be six and zero right now. Yes, they're six and zero if it's not for coaching blunders, man. In, in my opinion, like we can sit here, you can blame Absolute the refs. Blunders, yeah, you can blame the refs. You can blame the coaches. You can blame the players. They all deserve their lion's share of it for the games losing. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, it's coaching blunders. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just stupidity. They're my preseason Super Bowl pick, and I think, but I still think they're going to go. But it's like they should be six and zero right now and have a stranglehold in that division. Yeah, and they don't. And and that's why when people say, "Well, they should be able to win that game, that game, and that game," I go back to where well, they should have won the other. Why should I believe that they should win? They're going to win a game that they should when they lost two that they shouldn't have. There's no way they should have lost to the Indianapolis coach. No way they should have lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. No. I don't care where they played the, the Steelers. Absolutely not. Should have lost yeah. them. So I get. That's why I said to you, I can't go on the schedule and tell you what games I think are are, are wins. I can't tell you that. I I this Sunday doesn't look like one. I, I can't tell you the, the Cardinals are going to be a win. I didn't mm-hmm. feel great about Sunday in the second half until Ryan Tannehill went in the locker room. Yeah, I didn't feel. I great agree about, with you. Like the momentum had shifted until you know. Uh, until you go to your backup quarterback who basically is responsible for three of the four sacks. Against them. I do think people get too aggressive and make it too personal at times. And I never try to do that. And like if 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 people feel that I have, that's not what I it's not what I'm getting at. Like yesterday, I don't think all the blame goes on John Harbaugh for some of the things. I'm just watching games going, I I can't believe we're still talking about the same things that have happened six and seven years ago, and yeah. you're not correct. And you are. You gave a stat. You said how many double digits have they lost? Well, I, I, I blew the stat. I made it's a mistake and I need to apologize. That's why I brought it back up five again. Five double digit leads. I've been since boom. 2022. Yeah, yeah, I said since 2020. I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. That's that would be still last terrible. year. It's yeah. worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you look at the Cardinals, that's a win. I don't know. I don't know. Because sometimes they find ways to lose. Mm-hmm. Rams here. Is that a win? I don't know. Going to the Jaguars. Don't know. I don't know what the wins are on the schedule. And I'm with you, Ed. I don't know about this Sunday with the Lions coming into town. I don't know about that. It's a five and one team. It looks like a legit five and one team. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven. That's the number. It's your chance to critique us. Uh, you know, in spite of people being critical, should local media be more positive about local teams 
or just tell it like it is. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Should local media have more positive take on local teams, or should we call it like it is? Someone on Twitter, Ed, says, I think both. You can't always be both. If something sucks, it sucks. You can't say it stinks. However, no. Sometimes you you, you, you can't put a positive. That's called spinning. Something is bad, and yeah. then you try to make something positive about it. That's spinning. So, again, should we just call Because if you call it like it is and it's bad, it's bad. Let me spin it for you. see a mistake. You just call it. I mean, you paid for analysis. I don't get uh, wrapped up in this. It's, I don't know what people expect. It's like you, you got to call things as you see them. And we could actually we could actually have different takes on the same game. Um, what the PI thing? We disagreed. I disagreed with both you guys yesterday. Yeah. I just have a different take. I mean, you, as, it's as we see it, you know, and you just stick by. That's it. That's a perfect example. Yeah, yeah. same play, well, two I different know. two different views. Well, I mean, I, we actually had three different views because, like I said, I could see it being called pass interference. I didn't have an issue with it being called pass interference, but again, I'd have had no problem if they picked up the flag there. I think that's one of those. Those plays that happen that's bang bang that you could let go. But I didn't have no problem they picked up the flag either because the flag went against us. However, yeah. <laughs> I think it was a flag. Uh let's go to Baltimore and get Mike. What's up, Mike? Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Doing well, how are you? All right. I, I think you should just tell it like it is, you know. I mean, basically you're not there to, to, to be a you know, a mouthpiece for the for the organization or whatever. I mean I mean, um you should tell it like it is and classic Classic example. I know, Rob, you still disagree. What happened with the Kevin Brown um, situation? He just said that we played lousy against Tampa Bay over the years. And, and, you know, I know the, you I, no, no, no. Rob that. doesn't disagree. Rob knows the facts. There's a difference. There's that. I don't. I haven't said I disagree with you. I know the facts, and you're wrong. That's that's simple. It's not. I disagree if we both have opinions about something that we can agree or disagree. You can't disagree with the facts. I can. You probably would. Let's go to. Uh, Malcolm and Owings Mills. What's up, Malcolm? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Man, y'all have this segment called Good, Bad, and Ugly, right? Yeah, every Monday during the football season. Right, right. I got you. I got you. Well, if anybody's familiar with the movie, I want to know about Blondie, Angel Eyes, and the Ugly. I want to know the truth. (laughs) (laughs) The truth is the truth, man. If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. We just got to take it like it is. That's one thing about the fans that really don't want you to say anything negative about their team. If something is negative about your team, it should be addressed because you can rest assured those coaches are calling it out. We may not hear it. Yeah. But the coaches is calling the players. I right, man, you made a bad move right there. Blondie. But we got to take the good with the bad. Blondie, Angel Eyes, he brought up characters, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Troy in Hartford County. What's up, Troy? What's up, gentlemen? It's been a minute. Good to see y'all and talk to y'all. You Check too. this out. Keep it real, man. Keep it real. Look, you guys' job is to create conversation, stimulate conversation, if we agree, we agree. If we disagree, we disagree. Either way, it's cool. Now, one thing I do appreciate, when y'all give facts and stats, you can't argue with numbers. So I appreciate that. But everything else is subject to debate, and that's what you guys create. So, you know, keep going. If anybody can't handle it, get around those skin or change the station. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will say this, though, and I think you said this during the break, Ed. You can give your opinion without getting personal. Yep. Absolutely. That, there's no need yeah. for that. No, and it's just not the personal here. Yeah, it's it's. it's I, it, I'm not a fan of John Harbaugh. People know that. However, 
where people call and say, you need to fire Harbaugh. Well, why? Right now, why? I mean, that could be, you know, at the end of the year, depending on what happens. Okay. But I think Harbaugh is one of the better coaches in the National Football League. Your job is to win games. Yeah. That's your Seriously. job. You know, all those other things, throw it out the window. Your job is to win games. Now, I could find the way you win not to be entertaining, but the owner wants you to win games. And as long as you're in the playoffs, you're going to keep the the majority of your fan base every year. So I don't make it personal about John Harbaugh. You know, he, he's a heck of a coach. He wins games. Yeah, he does. I mean, it's whatever. But, I mean, people make mistakes. So if you see something you think is a mistake and you call it out, it's fine. Let's go to Johnny and Dundalk. What's up, Johnny? Rob, Ed, Jeremy, good morning, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Good. Rob, Rob, man, I got to agree with the Twitter guy because I feel like you did the same thing Mike Preston yesterday. You critiqued him real good for like two hours. You dressed Yeah, man, you gave Mike a hard time. Hold on. Some things aren't. That's a joke. Between me and Mike, that's that's a joke. That's a running joke between us. That's not That's not real. I could, I could, I don't even remember what I critiqued him about yesterday. That's that's a joke. That's not that's not real. It was the hardball thing, the C plus. Yeah, that's that's a that's a joke uh, <laughs> between me and Mike. That's why he waits for it to come every week. Okay, well, it didn't feel like that. You, you just you know, sometimes have a sense of humor. You know, you should try that one day. It's it's a joke. That's all it is. Mike knows every week I'm gonna critique him about something. He even one week he even asked, "You got nothing?" Because he's waiting for me every week to critique him about something. Let's go to uh, Hubie in Baltimore. What's up, Hubie? Good morning. What's up, man? Hundred, I believe what people would like to hear. And uh, everybody's got a different perspective, even with yourselves. It's just like this morning when you asked Jeremy, do you think I'm too harsh? And Jeremy just straight threw you under the bus and said, yes, when you come in on Monday morning. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that's what people want to hear. They don't want to hear spins on everything, even though Jeremy spinned on himself when it came to critiquing himself. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I don't remember that conversation. <laughs> I don't remember. I think you said it, and I said, "Hell yeah, you're too hard on people." Like I was just, really, yeah. When you were going this to morning, break, I think so. You just don't listen to anybody else. See, this is just part of like you want me to critique it's you now. Critique. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. We got a couple of minutes. Go ahead. You, you got that big ass noggin, uh-huh. and you can't even keep a little bit of consideration for us two in there. <laughs> just something, some courtesies, something. You know. Unreal, man. This liquid IV is really good. You ever try those, Joe? <laughs> Joe, you ever try the liquid IVs? Mm. They're pretty good. Mm. Mm. Go ahead, Jeremy. No, Keep man. talking, Jeremy. Why? We got more more time to fill in this segment? No, we got John and Glenn Bernie who wants to hear you <laughs> shut up. What's up, John? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good How morning. you doing? <laughs> good morning. morning. Doing well. Um, yeah. I, other I, than, I other than being guys. called a Richard this morning, John, I, I'm doing all right. I, I love you guys, show because you tell the, you tell the truth. And you're straight up with the facts. Quick, uh, just changing the subject real quick. You think the Terps will bounce back from this loss they should have won? Uh, well, look, they had a little bit of the hangover from the Ohio State game and came out flat in the homecoming game. That's a game you can't lose. What's the, you, wait, let me see this. Well, you know the schedule off the top of your head? Um, I know we have a bye, and I believe not right. I think we got Northwestern coming up on the road. Right, I'm looking at the schedule. I'm looking at Northwestern right now is uh, – well, they're not very good this They're not year. good. Not good at all. They're one and two in the conference. But uh, let me look at the schedule real quick. I'll tell you. Uh, Northwestern, Penn State, Nebraska. 
You're going to be two and one out there. Yeah. yeah. You, you think Nebraska's a win? Yeah. Okay. So Jeremy says two and one. So then you got Michigan that's two and two. He closed it out with Rutgers. So right now with uh, uh, seven, six wins, I mean five wins, I think you could possibly, you could definitely end with seven, maybe eight. Yes. All right. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. All right. Thanks a lot, man. I'll give him some time for Maryland Terps. Why not? The flagship of the Terps. Why are you look at Ed and say, why are you Joe unhappy? <laughs> Joe was not happy. He's like, stay on topic, G. <laughs> stay on topic. <laughs> Wrap it up, B. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, he was not happy. I said, hey, I'm going to give him a man some time. He called about the Terps. You know, we don't get many Terps calls. We are the flagship. 410-583-1057. Plus, besides, I like doing it because Joe didn't want me to. Shovels at 715. Find out who we give a shovel to this morning. But on the other side, man, that train in the American League just won't stop for anybody. We're talking baseball up next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.